the Bible speak. And that's what we want to do. We want to let the Bible speak out into our world, into our lives, into our, our current everyday situations. It seems that a lot of people have the false idea that the Bible cannot speak into our current lives because it was written so long ago. But the truth of the matter is, is that it deals with almost everything that we we deal with philosophically or theologically or some 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 way and so we want to we want to let the bible speak so i'm uh your co-host josh elder and with me oh you're a co-host today yeah well i mean what do i say <laughs> every now and then it's, we, we go back and forth on this but you know yeah. who is never the host who me okay or and <laughs> here's my here's our host <laughs> our host for today is uh john chetta hey john um hey josh how you doing I'm doing so well. Good. Uh, some and, coffee. And I'm going to introduce our uh, the other host, host Henderson yeah. Palmer. How hey, are you man. doing, Henderson? I'm doing real well. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Praise God. Yes, sir. Okay, so we're back with you. And uh, last time we talked about judgment. And so we had a, a long conversation about, about judgment and how we're to approach judgment and um, whether or not we're to judge or to discern and all that kind of confusing stuff. So if you have not listened to that, you should... Go back in and listen to the last podcast before this one. It may sound a little bassy. Yes, that's what I was. That's what Josh I said. pointed that out. I did. It, it, it might have just been my stereo. So if if it did sound bassy to you, just email, email us, us and, at and shame me. Let the Bible speak <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. And uh, so so we talked a lot about uh, judgment and. One of the things we got to towards the end was is that um, we don't want to be offensive. Um, we're not we're not seeking to be offensive, but there is a time to be an offense, and so uh, that's what we want to talk about today. We want to talk about how um, how do we navigate as Christians being offensive in the right time and in the right place, and so. I think personally for me, I think today that we live in a very um, offendedness type of culture. <laughs> That's even the way to say it. No. Okay. It's not. But um, it's privately educated. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> we say things all the time. And I wasn't privately educated. I know. <laughs> wow. I just wanted to publicly <laughs> educated. <laughs> you, went an, but, you went to a nice college. Though. Yeah. Public college. LSU. Yeah. LSU. That's, That's where you got your. That's where I got your my MDiv. Yeah. Oh no. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. All right, you got one. <laughs> you got one. I'm privately educated on uh, part. Uh, so, but um, the culture, the culture often seems to have an extreme sensitivity. Um, I don't know if y'all have ever seen that. In fact, and I would say, like for me, I think when people aren't extremely sensitive towards being either disagreed with or having a different like it, that's the unusual one that's the unusual piece and and oftentimes instead it's like well i don't agree with you and so i'm offended right now because i don't agree with you and and so you need to either accept what i'm saying or or do something else so what do you what do you think about that john yeah i think it, maybe it was i think i might have said it last time but um the uh the addicted to outrage yeah um yeah mm -hmm. i think i brought that up it's uh, I, I, I think it was Glenn Beck who wrote a book. I, I didn't read the book, but the, the title it stood out in my mind when I heard it. Cause I mean, that just, that, that is, seems like our resting pulse right now. People are just responding off nerve endings and just waiting to be offended and waiting to be insulted. Um, and, um, I, it, it kind of, and, and especially in the preaching world, it kind of makes you 
leery almost to like say things, to even right. say the truth, because yeah. the, the truth that is in people's mind is like this fluid thing. And, you know, your truth is your truth. My truth is my truth, which is nonsense. You right. know what I mean, that's garbage. But um, but that that's that seems to be like how everybody is. is it's the culture is shifting to this idea. And, and so, um, no, I think we I mean, we are supposed to be gentle um, with one another. We are supposed to be respectful um, but we are supposed to correct one another when we see it. Otherwise, what are we doing? I mean, yeah. you know, if I see you driving towards a cliff and I don't say anything, well, I'm kind of responsible if you go off that cliff. At least you weren't right. an offense, though. But I didn't offend you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm so yeah. yeah so um, <clears throat> so obviously I was going to yell out, but then I thought you might be offended. Well, well yeah, but I think that so, happens. Yeah, it does. I mean, it I, I know, and I think to the destruction of other people. Right, and. Um, you know, sometimes our unwillingness to get our feelings hurt, which I mean, I'm a fan of freedom of speech and freedom of speech means sometimes you get your feelings hurt. Right. But if you're so worried about uh, getting your feelings hurt or hurting other people's feelings, how are we ever going to grow? Yeah. I mean, you know, so I, I, I think I'm, I'm excited about this topic. Um, and, and I think it is very uh, relevant to, what are, to our time. What about you, Henderson? What do you think? Well, I definitely agree. Uh, you know, especially, you know, and right now we're in February yeah. of 2022 and it's mm-hmm. like around Mardi Gras season. You know, the big theme is do what you want to. Right. You know, everybody just want to, you know, do their own thing, do what they want or whether it be, you know, drinking or, you know, living a certain way or yeah. chasing a bunch of women or whatever the case may be. They don't right. want nobody to come in and say, hey, man, you know what you're doing is wrong. Right. They'll get offended real easy because they have, you know, like a lackadaisical approach about life. And they just want to do what they want to without anybody coming in and be like, hey, man, that's wrong, even if you're trying to help them. So, right. Yeah. I, I mean, but what the Bible tells us is that, uh, you know, we, you know, don't judge. But in certain instances, we should judge it. We should go and correct a person to tell them, hey, man, this is wrong according to what the Bible is saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like uh, in our culture, we put um, not being offended as one of the highest ethics. So, like, and even in preaching, um, you can kind of get this place where people are like, I'm uncomfortable that, that the preacher has now gone into this area. Um, yeah. I wanted us right. to stay in areas where none of us could possibly be offended. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and now there's, and th- that is why the church is slowly <laughs> fading <laughs> away, <laughs> dying. Um, but no, I mean, the truth of the matter is, is that, um, sometimes, we're going to enter into some areas that the scripture speaks about directly. That's going to talk to either a, our politics, B, our, our, you know, our, our government situation, which is our politics. Good. Josh, you said a and B are the exact same thing. <laughs> and, uh, fill in the space, right. <laughs> that's it. Or, you know, just, just something else in culture that's going to interact, um, with, 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 you know, what the entertainment industry says or yeah. whatever it is. And so, uh, so we have to navigate this. We have to navigate of what does the Bible tell us about us as Christians? Because we, look, we want to we want to be how Jesus wants us to be. We want to act in, yeah. in ways that Jesus wants us to act. Doesn't mean we get it all right. Doesn't mean we're going to get it all right, you know, going forward. But in part, um, we want the Bible to tell and to speak to us about being offensive. Yeah, right. Yeah, which I find you offensive. Good. Yeah. You know, and, and that not really you. Your look. <laughs> it's just the, the, wow. the cut of your jib offends <laughs> <Okay>. me, sir. <laughs> I get that a lot. 
People always say that to me. It's like every other day. No, it isn't. Um, but I think it's it, what, what we're talking about today is is tricky because it is a tightrope to walk. Yeah, it is. Um, and and our constant struggle. I mean, you know, I was just talking about discernment with somebody. I mean, I mean, I know we recently were talking about judgment versus discernment. Um, but that's knowing when it's you who's yeah. correcting somebody mm -hmm. and when right. it's scripture and, and being, um, yeah. what am, the word I'm looking for, like the Loving. fidelity of that, yeah. you know, Faithful. to scripture. Faithful yeah. Scripture. And, um, yeah. And, and that, that's, that's the other side of this whole thing. So like we can have a sensitivity to offensiveness on the other side. There's some of us who just, it's in our nature to offend at, you know, mm. for the, the most ridiculous things, you know what I mean? Like picking a fight for whatever. Anytime is. you say, I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> just keeping right. it real. Just tell <laughs> just keeping it real. Look, just anytime you, you use truth. that as a qualifier. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, 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 yeah, that's true. All right. So let, let's let the Bible speak. So, um, first of all, I think a, a good scripture for us to begin in, in Romans twelve eighteen, is where Paul tells us if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, right. live at peace with everyone. So like when I read that, there are a couple of things I see, which is if it's possible. Okay. So sometimes it's, it's yeah, right. sometimes it's not possible, right. right? Sometimes it is not, not possible as far as it depends on you. I think that's an important one because sometimes, um, it's not the other person. You can't control the other person, right? Right. And that's telling us the only person you can control is you. But if it's possible, as far as it depends on you as a Christian, live at peace with everybody. We, we are out for peace. We're not out to be offensive. Right. We're not out to offend people. We don't want people to feel like they're judged by us. We, you know, all, all of those things that I think the, the scripture talks about us. What, what, what do y'all think? Any, either one of y'all have something to say about that Romans scripture yeah. right there? And I, I believe, uh, you know, people will get offended, especially by Christians. And, and when we express about, you know, what the Bible says in, in a corrective measure to try to correct their behavior, or their attitude, you know, they'll get offended, but like the scripture is saying, we are to try to live at peace with everyone. Right. And it's hard sometimes as a thin line because they don't yeah. want to really hear about, you know, Hey, you should stop, you know, like maybe say per se drinking or stop hanging out late because it's taken away from your family values and it's taken away from you being able to go to work the next day and be productive, being productive. If you, you know, correct somebody on that. Right. You know, a lot of times they'll be like, well, who are you, man? I mean, uh, who are you? Yeah. yeah. Who, who are you? Are you, is response, are, you right. are you holier than thou and that type of attitude? But I believe just for me, brother Josh and brother Johns and those who are listening, I have to be a little bit more bold bold, and telling them, you know what the scripture actually says, and hopefully they can apply to their life because on the other end of the spectrum, they'll be bold with me and be like, Hey, Henderson, man, you know, come in and let's go hang out or let's go and do this and let's go and do that. I'm like, I, I, you know, right. And it's like, they're not, you know, trying to tone it down a little bit for me. They just, they're out. Yeah. They're out. Like, Hey, come hang out or come and do this. I'll be like, mm -hmm. no, man, that's not, I'm not doing that. And here is the reason why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I want to honor God with my life for mm -hmm. one. And plus I have a wife, I have kids, man. I don't want to, you know, I'm not, I have myself. I don't want to go to prison. I don't want right. to get involved in that type of behavior. So, and at that point, if it offends them, then that's going to be, you know, that's, they're going to have to take it up with themselves at yeah. that point. Because I mean, you didn't do it to offend them. You right. didn't say that in order to 
you know, break peace. In fact, right. what you're trying to do is bring peace to their lives is that, you know, the peace that, you know, which right. is, 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 is that, um, there's a certain way that you could live that could bring even more peace into your life. Yeah. But you know, and, and you know, some of the people that I've dealt with, I don't know about you guys, but you tell them something like if I was to tell some, somebody that I know something like that, it'd be like, Oh man, he think he's all that. Or he right. don't want, he think he's too good to come and hang out with us. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not coming to the club, but I don't drink. Right. I'm not looking for a girlfriend. I don't get high. This at this atmosphere is not conducive to what I'm trying to accomplish in my life. So why should I even go? Right. Right. No, and I mean I think that's a that's a good point. What do you think, John? Yeah. Um I uh I think that people have a hard time mis uh mistaking, I guess is the right word, mistaking uh criticism for love. All right. And um they, uh, I, I, and, and I probably me too. I mean, seriously, if, if somebody came at me with something that, you know, my life, I'm not perfect by any means. I think we all know that, amen. you know, um, amen. Amen. <laughs> y'all kind of hard on <laughs> I didn't say amen to me to like that, but I mean, hey. That's what I did though. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, they, uh, there's when, when somebody, I'll just, you know, instead of talking about other people, I'll just talk about myself. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. they, somebody can suggest something to me. Maybe I'm doing something in, in my life um, that is, you know, I mean, Henderson, I hit the microphone. You know what? I, it's the first time I've done that. And I did that because somebody was in here the other day and hit their microphone. And so <laughs> now I did it. Mm. Um, I'm blaming people. There you go. Um, the, shame uh, and blame. Shame, that's right. That's the name of my game. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so I, uh, I don't look at, um, and, and it's I have to tread lightly here. Um, I believe scripture says drunkenness is a sin. Yeah. Right. I don't necessarily think that all celebrations and, you know, it's, I think it's how, how, how does, how does it take you away from God? Does it take you, I mean, how does it affect your life? You know? Right. And so, um, but it's, it's, it would be easy for me to be, I, I guess, offended if, if somebody, presented to me that if I have a drink, that means I'm not a, a good Christian. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and so like I would now I would say if, and especially if I had too much to drink and somebody right. came and brought that with me, now they might be telling me out of love. I'll give you a better example. And, and this how, is, and this but is how would you react? A, what do you well, think? I'm, I'm going to give you a different example. Okay. One that I think we can all relate to okay. because we've okay. probably Switching been, it up we've us. probably been on both sides of this and this okay. isn't a real churchy, you know, uh, example either. All right. Anytime somebody's tried to take the keys from you because you've had too much. Yeah. That's an act of love. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. A complete act of love. Yeah. Right. But most people oh do not respond and like, thank you so much for loving no, no, me no, that no. much. Right. I mean, I have gotten into near physical yeah, altercations to keep somebody's keys from them. Me too. And I have been on the other side. And of that, that was even right, before right. I was a Christian, you know, it, even when I was like, no, we should not drive. drive. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's not. And I'll admit I have been on both sides of that because yeah. that's, I was a terrible drunk when I, I never believed I was drunk, you know? And so like, yeah. try to, so, so that's an example of like, it's so easy to take somebody's love and, and be offended by it and take it as an yeah. insult. And, and, and so uh, that, and I think, that is kind of that's an extreme example, of course, um, but I, I just I think kind of we all have that within us where it's like somebody can come to us. I mean, I can think of a, a couple of hot button issues right now where the 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 criticism, not criticism, but it's calling out something that is the Bible calls as, as sinful. Right. Yeah. And, and, and some people take that as like you're saying that I I'm not loved by God and all. It's like, no, because I love you. 
I am putting myself in a position where you're going to probably hate me right. <laughs> for what I'm saying to you, yeah. but it's because I love you that I'm saying it. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, so the motivation really does matter. The motivation behind why we're saying right. what we're saying, if That's we're right. saying what we're saying out of love. Yeah. Um, that's how you distill that. Down. That's that private education coming out. Of there it is. Right. Distilling that yeah. down. <laughs> My goodness. Boom. Okay. And, and so that, you know, I mean, if we, we say it out of love, it may, it makes a big difference. Um, uh, then if we're just saying something to be to corrective. Um, and, and so I think searching, searching within ourselves to say, what is my motivation here? What is God, mm -hmm. what is God really trying to do through me with this person? Do I have the relationship to talk to this person about this in the first place? That's one thing I think Christians need to be more aware of is, is uh, uh, change relationally happens. It's not, it's not usually like if I'm going to speak to you, I'm a perfect stranger. I'm like, John, uh, I know there's many things you need to change about your life. You know, John's not going to hear that maybe as, as well as somebody who's put in a lot of time with yeah. him, who's loved him, who's cared yeah. about him, who's shown that his motivation is love. You know what you that makes to, me you know, think of? Yeah. That makes me think of, and I don't know if either one of you have ever participated in a ministry like that. And if, if you have, then maybe you can share with me a different perspective. But I used to work in the French Quarter a long time ago. Um, I worked on Bourbon Street at, at Cat's Meow. And, and um, I was always fascinated by the people that would go out there and like shout at people that they were going to hell. Yeah. And I'm like, do you think they're hearing you? Yeah. Like, are they yeah. really hearing you? Yeah. Now, I'll say in the same sentence, I'll say, I love John the Baptist. Right. The thing is, people went to see John the Baptist. He, right. was, he was where he was. You know, people right. gathered to see him, heard about him, mm -hmm. came to see him. There is something to be said. Like, that's a complete stranger yeah. just shouting at you in, a, yeah. in an arguably probably weak and sensitive time that you're going to hell. And, you, and it's like, you're, what, whose soul are you bringing to the, you know, like to, to salvation that way. Like, right. So, yeah. And I think, I think that's a good, that's a good example. So I think, um, there are certain times that we can proclaim the truth and people can be moved by it because of what God's relationship with them has yeah. done. In other words, what right. God, how God's <clears throat> been relating to this person, how God's been kind of softening their heart up for a message like that. I think so it can happen to can, us even think, when we do it the wrong way. Well, evangelism, yeah. you know, I mean, you're often talking to people that, that you, you don't you know. Have no but idea. you know what the evangelist always has to have? The evangelist always has to have that desire to uh, continue relationship, to get the person into a uh, relationship with other Christians, to disciple them, all that type I of think stuff. You, I think it ha you have to have the hope of the gospel in your message. Yeah. To, to oh, absolutely. To, uh, you know, if you go out there with just fire brimstone punishment to strangers right. like who are you right. who are you attracting right. you know right. so yeah that's uh i don't know if i took us down a road we shouldn't have gone but no but that's i mean you usually do i do, <laughs> I do. Uh, it's because so, i don't prepare so i right. just throw the whole plan off that's it it's like <laughs> how does my stream of consciousness <laughs> exactly. look um so luke six cheaper than therapy you're right luke six has uh gives us a little bit of this and and jesus says how can you say to your brother, brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when you yourself fail to see the plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take out the, the plank out of your eye and then you'll see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Mm. And so when I read that, a lot of times like people are like, they'll say, so how can you say to me this? Because you got all this going on in your life. And they may have a, a very good point. Um, but at the same time, we want to recognize that Jesus doesn't tell us not to correct each other. Yeah, right. 
He tells us it's okay to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Clean the side, your side of the street first, though. <laughs> yeah, you better, <laughs> but you better be straight. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like before you starting to offer all this advice, yeah. you, you better be walking with me too. Well, I, you I've, know, I've said it for um, the longest time, the, and not like I came up with it. I think we probably all agree that the worst thing to ever happen to Christianity is a lot of Christians that, yeah. that, that claim the name of Christ and the live of life devoid of transformation, right. yeah. but they're promising you. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, and that's one of my issues is, is like, so love is one of those things that I think gives us the motivation of correction, like in a way that even if it's offensive, we can't help that. We've got to love. That's just what we're called to do. On the second part of that, there's this humility, which we talked about last time with judgment. You need love and humility. And I think in part of humility is a recognition of how wrong you've been. Yeah. I mean, if you don't Definitely. recognize that your own heart has been wicked and that you can't even trust your heart apart from God, right. if you can't recognize that, you're yeah. not going to be very helpful to people, even though you might even think you, you're going to be the greatest help in the world because right. you just got it all together and you can figure out all these things. I was just reading something. I think it was that book I was just talking to you all about. I'm pretty sure it was from that book, Discernment. Um, By Nauman. Yeah. Um, but, and I don't know if it was, if it was, his opinion, what it was, but it stood out to me and it maybe even terrified me a little bit. But the point was, is like there are people out there who are um, talking about the gospel, spreading the gospel or, 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 you know, correcting people and though their lives are, are still kind of messy. Um, and, and the suggestion was that if they're, if, and I don't know how I feel about this. I'm, so I'm just throwing it up to see kind of what y'all think. Mm. Um, that it's not necessarily that you, you can't let them preach the gospel, but they shouldn't have authority, <laughs> you know, mm. like, because they can give the message. They can tell the message and that message can still convict somebody through the right. Holy Spirit. It That's can right. work without them right. being, uh, you know, uh, necessarily practicing what they preach. Now, I don't think that that's a good habit to follow, of course, but yeah. I, I thought that that was an interesting distinction was that you can, know, you can know what's wrong and know it because you're, struggling with it yeah you know and that's i think as 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 preachers i think we probably all uttered the words i have not got this figured out right oh i still struggle with this i'm I'm preaching on i'm preaching on patience this weekend and and i can tell you that that in this what usually god does is every week that i have a, a sermon topic or something god goes let me just show you how not far along you are. That's right. You know, and that's like, why you were in that waiting room. For, <laughs> yeah. for, for, exactly. The wait, why I was waiting an hour for my, my doctor's appointment this morning that, you know, really just was, and I'm one of those dumb people who's like just sitting there, you know, and I'm just like, I'm like, I probably should say something, but I'm a little worried, you Too know, worried to offend. Exactly. Yeah. I really am. See, and full so circle. Oh. now full circle, we're right, we're right back to it. But you know, I mean, I, I, I think, I think that that's a, that's a good point. Um, and uh, so what do you think? Henderson? I think, look, I think the truth is the truth, especially coming from my, coming from God and God's word, man. So if, if a person is in sin, say, just for example, right, this person, he's, I mean, just say an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all they like to do all day is just drink. He's don't plan on stopping or anything like that. But then here I am, I might be doing something like I might be stealing or something, hypothetically, because yeah. Yeah. I don't steal. Right. For the record. <laughs> just, yeah. Just for the record. Just we all heard it. Yeah. yeah I heard it. It's recorded. But if he come to me and say, hey, Henderson, man, you know, you shouldn't be stealing, man. He's not right, bro. You can get caught. You can go to jail. Or that can be, you know, lower the standards of, your, you know, your son might hear about you, your thief. Yeah. He might, you know, pick up that practice, that type of thing. And so, and, you know, I shouldn't be like, well, man, you drank. Right. 
I mean, but, but, but people do. Yeah, but do people that. do do that. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, the truth is the truth. What he's telling me is for my own good. Right. And it's not for his good that he's got this backwardsness of trying to correct without having right. first looked at his own life. But there's nothing wrong with you re- recognizing, hey, he just told me the truth. Yeah, he just told me. And it takes you some maturing to even be able to recognize like yeah. that because a lot of times people be like, well, who are you, man? You drinking or you this or you that. So how who are you to be telling me about what I'm doing? And somebody may say, well, where's the scripture for that? And I'll tell you where the scripture for okay. that is. So Jesus talked about the Pharisees and he said they sit in Moses' seat. They have a, they have a, they have a seat of authority. He says, so do what they say. But don't do what they do. Right. right. Okay. So he he separates it right there right. and tells us, look, they're That's saying right. things that are true that you need to do. There's nothing wrong with you listening to them as your authority and doing what they say to do. Just don't act like them because they've got a lot of issues. And he goes on to name tons of those issues yeah. uh, that they have. And so, uh, so I think in the scripture gives us that direction. Jesus gives us that direction that, hey, we can listen to somebody who's in the wrong in their heart, but is saying the truth. Yeah. And you know, something you had said earlier, man, um, one of the men, especially as ministers or, you know, yeah. pastors, mm-hmm. y'all just yeah. two guys are pastors. I'm just you, brother Paul. Oh, whatever. You yeah. 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 you got your own, own flock, even though they, yeah. Yeah, they don't call but, it. But you know, it's the motives, man. Like, why are you going and try to, you know, tell this person or call him out on whatever he's doing that is wrong, mm-hmm. that you can see that it's a path of destruction that he's on. But like you said earlier, and like you know, you got to check your motives. Is it is your motive just for like to embarrass him or to make you feel a little bit yeah. better than yeah, him? More or righteous. Do you really love this person? Yeah, because and, and let me, I'll speak into that from my own life. Like, I've often had the wrong motivation, and I've recognized it after the fact, where my motivation was really a frustration that I didn't feel free to sin. And this person was doing that sin that I probably wanted to do. Yeah. Guilt free. Guilt free. And I was like, and this, that made me so mad. So what do I want to do? I want to tell the person how wrong they are. Right. And it has nothing to do with loving them. It has everything to do with me. I'm just concerned about myself in a, in a bad way. I wear, I'm I'm allowing sin to tell me, Oh, it's so desirable that I should be doing, you know, like I'm I'm listening to a lot. That's interesting. I've had that motivation before. I've I've had it where somebody's they've, they've done something like, let's just put it this way. They, they, uh, had, uh, spoken out about something good that they did. Okay. And I know the scripture says, listen, when you do good things, you don't reveal it. You know what I mean? You keep it, you keep it, it's for your father. It's not for, for anybody else's approval. And that can, uh, and that can make me mad when somebody does that because in genuine truth, sometimes I have the wrong desire to be loved by others because of what I do. And so recognizing that later on and saying, Oh, you know, I need to check myself. I need to check myself because this emotion and feeling is not coming from love and it's not coming from righteousness. It's not coming from a right position with God. It's actually coming from a wrong 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 position yeah. in my heart so in other words I, I think still you know as um you know just as believe we still have, we have to be bold man just speak the truth yeah. of god's word speak it and yeah. then let the spirit yeah after that just you know rely on the spirit to do what only god can do after that so right. if, I, if i'm a listener and i'm listening to us talk right now I may be questioning again, here you go. I might be throwing something into this machine <laughs> okay. here, no, you're good. but I might be questioning, okay, well, how do I know the difference? 
How do I know the difference between when I'm offending for the wrong reason and when I'm offending yeah, for I mean, the right? Yeah, I mean, Josh, you're a, a pastor. You've studied theology okay. privately. For <laughs> 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 oh, Lord, help me. I really could help myself. You are, sorry, it's it's just what you are, hearing is en- you are hearing envy. Um, Give me patience. The, uh, there you go. Um, but no, uh, but uh, but you you're a student of theology. We we study this stuff. We live relatively contemplative lives and when we can about this stuff and you just said after the fact you'll look back and go man that wasn't for the right reason yeah yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. that my, happens all the time right you know hindsight 2020 right. i'm sure it's the spirit working with you convicting you showing yeah. you what you did but how do you discern that before you act well in part i think let's we- take that back out of the uh, the eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, so I think I think first of all there's a the the humbling part is for me is the recognition that what Paul says which is be careful that you think you stand mm-hmm. lest you fall. Yeah. And so a lot of times um I'm careful not to think that I'm standing. Right. <laughs> I'm careful to say, you know, I know I've got some heart issues, a ton of heart issues that the Lord is the only reason why anything in me that's evil has been held back. Like the only reason why it's held back is because God's holding it. God is the one who's taking care of it. God's the one who, who has given me forgiveness and change in the Holy spirit. And so, um, when that, when I, when I recognize that it allows me to speak to somebody from a place where I'm not better than you, I'm not better than you at all. I just, I just know I, in fact, I'm on the same cliff you are. I just found that rope There you go. and I'd like you to find it too. You know, like, if somebody is, if two people are on a cliff and one person finds a rope, what kind of, what kind of idiot is, or the kind of, you know, evil yeah. is it to just keep the rope to yourself and not offer it to somebody. But if the man thinks, you know, that's kind of the image I see myself, uh, if I'm going to be useful. Um, but if I think I'm standing up over the yeah. cliff, you know yeah. what I mean? All on my own power. And I'm like, look, I'll bring you up. Yeah. You know, well then that, that changes the position altogether. And I really am higher than thou, you know, and I'm trying to pull you up to, to my great level, you right. know, whereas it's really about right. Jesus. Jesus is the reason why, you know, that's right. You know, so, and, um, you know, I think like even with our relationship with God, our relationship with, you know, with reading the Bible, our devotion is going to inspire us to, when we see something yeah. that's out of line with what God is saying in his word, you know, we're going to naturally want to challenge it. We'll naturally want to try to, you know, correct it, to, right. you know, to help change the spiritual climate, even in our own lives. That's why the spirit is within us to convict us. Yeah. To work us out. Same way. You know, if I'm doing something wrong, the spirit of what I've been reading and studying, it, it applies to me too. It does. And I have to listen to it. But yeah. at the same time, God inspires me to tell somebody else when they're wrong, Hey man, you shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, they won't get offended. They can take it as, you know, constructive criticism. Right. And build from it and mature a little bit from it. But Well, and I think so along those lines, you ask, how do we how do we do this right? Well, I think we have an example that we can look to that'll help us to do it right. And that's Jesus. That's right. And so um, the first thing we want to say about Jesus is that Jesus was offensive at times. All right. There are certain times that Jesus was not uh, did not say uh, uh, awesome things. So why don't you read? You want to read that scripture? Oh, well, let's let's you know. let's. I think I think you we, have your your glasses today. Right. Though, I right? do have my glasses. Right. Okay. I so do. I'm just saying, if you want to read that scripture from Matthew 12, yeah, um, and tell and because this was your idea. But I would say I would say because I think you uh, 
the Jesus wasn't not necessarily saying awesome and amazing things. I mean, we hang on every word of Jesus, but it didn't hit people in the ears the way they expected it to. They no. wanted it to, you know, no. I mean, often, you know, Jesus modeled perfection for us. Yeah. And, uh, what and a, so, right. so let's see, what is it? What am I reading? Matthew, Matthew 12, Matthew 12, 46 yeah. through 50. While Jesus was still t talking to the crowd, his mother and brothers stood outside wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, your mother and brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. He replied to him, who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, here are my mothers, my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. Okay. So tell us why you think that that is. Could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, just think, I mean, you know, if you've got family, if you've got a brother, if you've got, can you imagine <laughs> saying that going, say, uh, I mean, you could, we got to put this in, in context. Jesus's brothers didn't believe, believe. Yeah, no. at all, you no. know, not until later, probably but just thought like, well, there's later. mom's you know favorite when? child when he was you know? raised from the dead. Yes. Sir. Well, that's, so. that's, that's absolutely yeah. right. I yeah. mean, James ended up coming to be a leader of the church, but, absolutely. which I think is a great evidence of the resurrection it, because it trying is. to convince me that my brother is the Messiah <laughs> good or that luck. he was raised right. from the dead, <laughs> you know, if, would, I, if take, I didn't know it, I, it would take proof, yeah. <laughs> you know, Thank you. but, uh, but yeah, I mean, can you imagine putting yourself in the, um, in the in the brothers' perspective, they they go through the trouble to bring their mom to see him fight through the crowds that gather to see their big deal brother, you know, in their mind, and he says something like that. Doesn't even give him the time of day. Now right. I don't know. It doesn't say what happens after that and right. all that. But but in this moment, but then think of the crowd. I keep hitting the microphone now. All right. I didn't even hear it. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, the um, but think of it in 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 the those listening. I mean, we all have family. We all have. I mean, that's got to be a tough lesson. That yeah. that had to confuse people. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're um, like, wait, 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 wait. But I, right. I need to give preference always to those I'm blood related to. So let's to. say, yeah, say, say, say we're in a moment of fellowship with our church members or something like that, and they're like, "Hey, your wife's here to see you," and I'm like, "Who's my wife?" You know, right. like my wife is those who do the will of my Father who is in heaven. That is a tough message, and it's something that takes thousands of years to chew on and understand. Man. <laughs> Man, that that you're right, and and I mean, how offensive would, how offended would the church be? They'd be like, Josh, why you don't care about your wife? Yeah, abso you know absolutely. I mean? You don't care about your mother. I mean, you don't I care guarantee about your you, there were I'm people like, that were like, what? <laughs> you know, yeah, like, right, hundred percent. So, and then I think of I think of a couple other times that Jesus was offensive. Um, is is one of those times is when he flipped over the tables you remember right. that he was right. very angry uh for for them taking the temple and abusing the poor and um and so he flips over the tables and he's he's kind of offensive there when he does it there's another one this was one of my favorite ones is where the crowds are all following him and uh jesus like a great pastor wanting to draw more people looks back at him and says have you counted the cost of what it's going to cost you to follow me he said right. and then he begins to tell him like, you know, uh, everybody counts the costs unless they want to make a terrible mistake. And then he says, if you're not willing to carry your cross and follow me, then don't follow me. And, yeah. and, and it tells us in the scripture that after that, many of them left, you know? <laughs> and so, uh, so he wasn't, he wasn't, um, that's how you keep your church small. Right? <laughs> that's it. He's <laughs> like, like the hard message like, every big. now and then. Right. He's that, that's it. He's like, this is too big. Amen. We need to just, we just need to, 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 to till the ground. Right. And so he uh, he does that. And I think that's that was a f a f a f offensive. Yeah. But then we also have. Um, but it was right. 
Because yeah. I not everybody who was following Jesus was following him for the for the right, right, right reason. That's right. It's the same. I'm gonna say something that's probably edgy, and I don't Uh-oh. mean to, especially in the pandemic. And I'm hey, gonna, don't don't get near that it. area because say you know it. that might offend somebody. Say well, it. it's I, so okay. The, and, and there are many reasons why people are not coming to church, and there yeah. are many valid health concerns. Understand, right? Uh-oh. But there Uh-oh. are a lot of people. <laughs> he went there. I am. I am because okay. I think this is true. It the the. It, the hard messages kind of chase away the people who who weren't there for the right reasons. Right. And I think there are a lot of people. Man, I can't believe I'm saying this on the on a podcast. Say, no, go ahead. Um, I've already said stuff. So yeah, but good. but the but there are people who were just going to church because the, it was a habit. Yeah. You know. They yeah. Did it, and the habits it broke. Habit, and then the pandemic, and oh, things shut down, mm-hmm. and now it's like, well, I don't really want to go to church anymore. Yeah. Okay. So. Were mm. you going to church for salvation? Were you going to church to learn right. about Jesus and to be right. with God and to be with community or because that's just what you did? Right, right. So there's kind of a, I dare say the word purification in the process, but, yeah. but there is. It yeah. kind of, Jesus did it all the time. Yeah. Like, hey, thousand people following me? No way do you get this. Right. Like, you know, like, unless you eat my flesh yeah, right. and drink my Dream blood. That's another poof. thing he did. Everybody leaves <laughs> except for except for the disciples who say to him, and he goes, aren't you going to leave too? Where would we go? And yeah, where do we go? You have the words of, you have the words right. of life. Amen. Where are we going to go? And so, you know, who do you think Jesus is looking for? He's looking for those people. Yeah. Right. He wants, he wants the people who, who know that he has the words of life that, that we can follow him. And honestly, if we had more of that kind of church structure, I think we'd be a lot healthier of a church. Yeah. But instead we're, we'd old, have a lot less mega churches. Yeah. We would have a lot less mega churches, a lot yeah. less mega churches. Mm-hmm. And, and, but, but the churches that we did have, uh, no matter the number of people, we're not saying that small churches no. are just better or anything like Absolutely that. Absolutely not. But, uh, you're at a pretty big church and I'm a, uh, you know, yeah, I like that church. Right. <laughs> so like whatever we say, whatever we would, I know I lost my train of thought. Thanks, John. That's the thing of the spirit, Josh. You know, that, that, that's, no, right. that's I the can't shut, blame him. The, the Lord shut your mouth. <laughs> he did. <laughs> and he does. That. Why didn't he do that for me yeah, about a minute that. ago? <laughs> you know, he does it. Well, I know you were talking about how, you know, I guess, you know, it's a healthier church is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Like what, what, what I'm saying is, is when you cut it, Right, you know, to the to the core, and right. you're left with the people who go, yeah, all, really uh, seeking God. Yeah, we can't help but be here because you know Jesus has the words of life because right. the scriptures have the word of life. There's no place I'd rather be. There's no place I'd rather be. Then suddenly, you got a group of core people who are yeah. who are really really uh, sold out right. for and the, the, gospel. the hands and feet of Jesus. I, yeah. I can give you an example. Right. I, I again, it's not about the numbers. I mean, I I, I pastor a small church now, but. Before that, I, I, I pastor a much smaller church, and um, I was amazed <laughs> two though. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, churches. I did two smaller churches, um, but one in particular was real small, a real small congregation. I mean, it was more like pastoral Bible study on certain days. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anytime something happened and they'd, like a service work needed to be done, like I remember we had a funeral, and I mean, you would have thought I had an army of people cooking food and getting mm. things ready. And it was, it was a handful of people right. and they were faithful and they were devoted and they were just wanted to serve. Yeah. And it was amazing to see the amount of the amount, a, a small group of people who are faithful when following the Jesus, impact. the impact they can right. have. Yeah. I don't know. But, but yeah. And look, I mean, that's the story of Christianity. Yeah. Christianity began with very few 12, 12 of the closest and then maybe a, a couple hundred in, in acts. And then it, it now it's we're a third of the population of the world, you know what I mean? Or however, however much we are today. 
So I think, I think, you know, that's, that's part of what we see. So uh, another part of this though, cause we went way off. I think there, didn't we go off? We You're went welcome. off. I don't know. Let maybe, the maybe not. Be the judge. Maybe not. Yeah. We'll let the listener be the judge. So, uh, is I think another thing is is that what we see is people were offended, uh, or people offended Jesus. Okay, so we so we have there's certain times where Jesus decided to be offensive. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we as Christians know that there are going to be times that we need to be offensive, not because we're trying to be offensive, but because we're telling the truth. Yeah, like Jesus did. Jesus was never offensive just to be offensive. He was telling the truth. A buddy of mine, uh, very recently, um, was talking to me and said, um, and you know, I mean, he's a he, he's figuring out what he believes. Let's put it that way. Um, but he said, he said, you don't think that if Jesus was alive today, like walking, you know, like his ministry, his earthly ministry was today, that he wouldn't be kind of a, and forgive me, y'all, but this is what my, my friend said. He said, you don't think they'd be kind of like viewed as a jerk? Mm. And I said, viewed, maybe. Yeah. Would I think he's a jerk? I hope not. Um, right. He's like, well, yeah, but he was going around calling people, you know, brood of vipers and all mm-hmm. kinds of, I, and I had to stop him. I said, who was he calling that? You right. know, I mean, there's a, the religious it, leadership. That's right. He was, it, when he was offensive, it was corrective. It was right. It was, it was, he was taken and, and you know, the, the teachers and the, 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 the leaders, they're judged harsher. And so he yeah. treated them accordingly. Right. A hundred percent. But yeah. So, I, I mean, I think, so, uh, so we see how Jesus could be offensive at times, but he was he was doing it out of truth, and he always is doing it out of love. Right. So we we need to do the same. But then there's this other part, which is is how do we deal with being offended? Mm. And and so people offended Jesus. Um, and so like in Mark 15, and this is the great example is is Jesus is on the cross, and it says those who passed by hurled insult at him, shaking their heads and saying. So you who are going mm. to destroy the temple and build it in three days, come down from the cross and save yourself. In the same way, the chief priests and the teachers of the law mocked him among themselves. He said others, he saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. Let this Messiah, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. And those who crucified with him also heaped insults on him. Right, And so they offended i mean and and that's not those aren't the truth because they're saying come down from the cross and save yourself and what they're not realizing is he went to the cross to save them right you know what i mean and so this isn't they're not they're they're calling out just offensive things to jesus they're not correcting jesus they're not saying it out of love they're not saying it out of truth they're offending jesus but how does jesus deal with being offended in luke 23 34 jesus says from the cross Father, forgive them for they don't know they do not know what they are doing. Right, they yeah. don't know what they're doing, and so there's a, a sense in which, as Christians, I think it's okay for us to be an offense if it's for truth and love, and it's truly in those things. And the second thing is is that we do not take offense very easily. Right. You know what I mean? Like we have to have huge tough skin like Jesus did where he, he could ask God for forgiveness for the people who are insulting him on the Do cross. You, so I think because Jesus is God. Okay. I think Jesus knew not to expect other people to be God. Yeah. He knew that people right. he knew where they were coming from. He knew that they were broken. He knew that they were stuck in their sin. He yeah. came to save them. Right. He knew. And so in those moments, I think he was, I think he was responding as God, you know, it wasn't his yeah. flesh responding. I think yeah. it's, you know, I think flesh is flesh and you catch something like that. Like it takes 
the spirit. It takes God to, to change our hearts so that we don't respond right. like that. And so, I, I mean, I, and that's a moment where I see him like, who, which one among us, you know, yeah. apart from Jesus, Jesus, like apart from having the spirit and, and being able to, 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 to live in the spirit, who would pray for those who are persecuting them? Mm-mm. Nobody, you yeah. know, I mean, I can't, I can't. Anyway. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think you're right. Like you're pointing to the power that does that is, is of God. Do you mind if I just do a quick insert here? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just Go because anytime, anytime I hear that scripture, I, oh. I just, there's so many connections in scripture. And so if you're unfamiliar with the, with the Bible, if you haven't really picked it up and you, you know, you have any doubts about it or whatever, I just want to point something out. The scripture that Josh just read now, uh, how long was it? Six, 700 years. David was before Jesus. Who? Uh, Isaiah? No, David. David? David was a, over a thousand. A thousand years. Okay, yeah. yeah I, I was thinking of Isaiah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So uh, be, uh, over a thousand years, David wrote this. Mm. He trusts in the Lord, they say. Let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him since he delights in him. And it's like, the, he's, he's basically, what I find interesting about Psalm 22 is he describes the in his own suffering, describing his own suffering, he right. describes the suffering, su- of, suffering of Christ of Christ from the perspective of the cross, which yeah. I think is, is an amazing thing. But anyway, that's just, those are two scriptures that always link together in my head. Yeah. Read them again. Read them again. Um, so I'm going to start, I'm going to start. This is Psalm 22, uh, seven. Um, and then it's going to go through eight. All who see me mock me. They hurl insults, shaking their heads. He trusts in the Lord. They say, let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him since he delights in him. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what happened. That's and then what look, happened. read Psalm 22 and then read that with the context of the crucifixion and it will blow your mind. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And, and that's a, that's a really good point is, is that, you know, in that we see the fulfillment of prophecy. Yes. Um, and a miracle. And so it's, that's, that's pretty unbelievable. Um, and, but so is, as you said, is it unbelievable that he did not take offense? Yeah. You know, um, because what could he have done from the cross? I feel like he could have gone, Father, now would be the time to burn them all alive. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. like, send down that pillar of fire. Send, right. let's, let's get rid of, you know, and he and he tells, he tells Peter, when he tells him to put his sword away, he right. says, don't you think that if I wanted to, I could have called 12 legions, right. you know, of, of, of soldiers, of angels. Oh, well, he's and, talking to Pilate. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have any power that hasn't been given to you from above. So in in the in the like ways, I mean, the same way I I, I see as Jesus offering that forgiveness. What do you think, Anderson? Yeah, um, I mean, for me, brother Josh, and and hopefully for the you know for the brothers in Christ and sisters that's listening, that's out you know preaching the gospel and trying to share the good message of salvation, and you know, and and how to not get offended. You know, mm-hmm. when you are on a mission, when you understand your purpose, because Jesus did, He came. He yeah, He knew He did. I was, you know, brought into the world for this purpose mm-hmm. to die for the sins of the people. Yeah. And when you understand that, like for me, when I understand that, hey man, don't get offended when people, you know, may tell me, hey, you think you're holier than thou, or, yeah. well, look what's going on with you, man. I mean, you're sick, and you know, you know, they might be telling me something that's insulting or something yeah. like that, but. I understand in my life today, man, that Jesus brought me to he he brought me to this point for a purpose and for a reason. Mm. So don't take offense. Like when when somebody may even come and tell me like something's wrong or call me out on something or whatever it may be, don't take offense to it. Just know one thing, man. God brought me to this point for a reason. Mm-hmm. Keep sharing the gospel. Right. Keep speaking the truth in love, and hopefully and prayerfully the mission will be or the result will be that somebody will get saved. And 
you know, like, I mean, brought into the family of God. Well, why don't you take us out in prayer then? Let's end there. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, I definitely will, man. Uh, if you're listening out there, man, just be strong and courageous. Just, um, you know, stay focused. God loves all of us. And, you know, offenses, they happen. It's going to happen on one end of the spectrum to the other. But just stay focused and know that God is with you. He promises that in this word. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for another day. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your love, your protection, your healing power, your healing virtues. Thank yes. you for the spirit that's with us to, to, to keep us strong, to get us past offenses, to help us stay focused and on track, Father God, for what you are doing in our lives, even at this moment. And I pray that you just outpour that spirit on us even more today because we need it, Father God, with so much going on with with COVID being a distraction for the God of, of, of people coming to church and, and so many other things for the God. I just pray that you'll just keep us focused by your spirit. Keep us all in love and let us love, love each other as you love us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Let the Bible Speak. If you'd like to support us, subscribe to the podcast by clicking that little plus symbol on your phone until it becomes a check mark. You can also share these episodes with a friend. If you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at letthebiblespeakpodcast at gmail.com. If you write us at letthebiblespeak at gmail.com, we will not receive your email. So make sure it is letthebiblespeakpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Thanks.